0: Welcome to my channel, this is Mario Lord, also known as Real Estate Guru PK. On this channel, we talk about my real estate endeavors. We also have the top real estate producers and the top entrepreneurs in the country. Be sure to click the link below with Justin P with his Support Black Colleges marketing course. Also with Jason White's Crack the Code affiliate link, click that below as well. Also to support the channel, Weeble and will Finance Chase Robin Robinhood and Public a stock trading app we hope you enjoyed this episode this is real estate guru pk signing up how y'all doing welcome to another episode i'm with miss turner hi how you been i've
1: been great i've been great especially ever since i moved down here
0: so oh for, been... so w- when was your official day when you moved to houston
1: uh i got to houston probably like august 29th Okay. So what is it today?
0: Today's uh, November 17th.
1: So it's been two months? Is that two months? Two, three months?
0: September, October. About three months. Yeah. Almost three months.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Ever since I moved, I feel like I just grew even more. Like you
0: matured? Uh,
1: Not only matured, but just within business and my mindset, it showed me that I can do things that I thought that I couldn't. Cause it was, it was, you know, before I left LA, I actually cried several times uh-huh. cause I knew moving out of LA was something that I had to do, mm-hmm. but it wasn't easy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I knew that in order to get to the level of success that I want, I have to get out of my comfort zone and LA was my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I lived there like my whole life, never lived anywhere else.
0: How'd your dad feel about you you moving?
1: Um, it seemed well, like you're
0: close with your father
1: uh well i'm I'm more i would say i'm more close with my mother Mm -hmm. but my parents have been together their whole life so um my parents at at first they were kind of iffy because i don't really know anybody out here in houston Mm -hmm. so it was kind of just coming out on a leap of faith and you know as parents they were definitely concerned Mm -hmm. but you know i didn't i couldn't let that stop me because you know like i said i feel like being in la was holding me back
0: are you their only child
1: no, I actually have a, a twin brother and a little sister. Oh,
0: for real?
1: I'm a twin, twin <laughs> brother. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Mm-hmm. So he stayed in L. A. too.
1: He's yeah, he's in L. A. right now. Yeah.
0: So you you don't know no besides Br, you don't know nobody else.
1: Um, I've developed a couple relationships since I've been out here, mm-hmm. but coming out here, I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. But now three about three months in, I've developed a couple relationships. But yeah, I didn't really know anybody coming into Houston.
0: Has your money um skyrocketed, or or it just kind of stayed the same?
1: No, I ever. So while I was in LA, I felt like I was stagnant; like my money was staying the same. same but same. ever since the move, it's definitely it's gone up for sure. Because
0: um, the Airbnbs.
1: One, because I got into Airbnbs, and then two, um, I make money on social media as well. So mm-hmm. just putting my story out there and posting content, I think people are really sleep on content. Mm-hmm. Like you can. Turn content into money. So I have digital products and mentorship as well. Mm-hmm. So sharing my story, um, as far as me moving to LA, um, I'm moving from LA to Houston. Um, it it inspired a lot of people via social media. Mm-hmm. So it developed that no like and trust factor. So when you post content, you have to develop a no like and trust factor for people to buy from you. Mm-hmm. Like they're not just gonna buy from you just because so i feel like putting myself out there being vulnerable and showing people that hey like i'm a regular person just like you and you can do it too um has you know allowed like my brand to grow allowing my income to grow.
0: Mm -hmm. so you're making people feel like like they know you yeah
1: via social media okay yeah
0: how much you making on instagram how much yeah
1: so right now i make about on Average a month about five thousand just on like my digital products.
0: It's on your digital products. Just on my digital products. How much is Instagram paying you though for oh, of your reels?
1: Instagram doesn't pay me, so I make my income from selling my digital products.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you're not getting paid from your reels. You're not monetized. Not yet.
1: Not yet. Not
0: yet. Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: So.
0: I want to say why why not I'm, I'm getting I'm getting like a hundred a month right now
1: from Instagram. <laughs> yes. On oh, real time? you only have twelve k followers. I know. How it, do you do that?
0: After, they're supposed to, you're supposed to get monetized after ten k followers.
1: Did did it? Do they automatically? They just auto. Pay you? They
0: automatically. They like, hey, you're eligible, blase, blase, and then I, I get subscriptions too. I got people that subscribe to my to my personal stuff too.
1: See, I'm doing something wrong. I gotta look into that though. Okay, I have like almost twenty four thousand.
0: Are they? I know. I know. Are they reels? though? are you post reels? Or are you I just
1: post mainly reels. Like reels are like
0: yeah, you get cute. a bunch of views. Yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I gotta look into it yeah. for sure because yeah. I'm missing out. But most of my income comes from the digital products or mentorship that I sell. Mm-hmm. online.
0: Yeah. So let, let's talk about um. I always ask guests about their story, like how they came, how they like came up, like how they grew up. So. You want to start how you grew up in in a Belizean household?
1: Well, I'm not Belizean. Oh. I was just asking you if I look oh, yeah. I mean, I thought
0: Belizean. Belizean. I'm, I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to say Belizean.
1: Yeah. So my parents are from Belize, like straight from Belize. Mm-hmm. Um, They came to Los Angeles when they were about like in their early 20s. So I grew up in L.A. I was born in L.A., but my household was of like a third world country mindset. Mm-hmm. Right so I grew up with very strict parents. So I was the first daughter to Caribbean third world parents. Mm-hmm. So I grew up very in a very very strict household I would say. Um I wasn't allowed to go out much. Mm-hmm. Like I was controlled for sure and for a long time <clears throat> I was doing what my parents wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. So like usually uh I'm sure a lot of people can relate, like my parents wanted they had this idea for me as far as, okay, go to school, you Graduate. know and I actually do have a bachelor's degree, so yeah. but the only reason that I went to school was because that's what they wanted for me.
2: Mm. So the
1: entire time that I'm going to school, I'm unhappy. It's not something that I want to do. It's mm. just I'm thinking that this is the best way and the only way, and because my parents um force you to pretty much it wasn't an option for me Mm -hmm. like you're going to college um
0: so you consider them like real strict
1: definitely Mm -hmm. definitely um very strict uh you know just it was very hard for me to just do regular things as like a teenager um
0: because of religious or that's just how they were
1: that's just how they were uh that's just how they were um I feel like they pro- they I feel like it came With good intentions mm-hmm. Like they wanted To protect me mm-hmm. But it really Affected me Cause I never Was able to do What I wanted mm-hmm. So like Just doing something Simple as like Hanging out with my friends mm-hmm. Or <clears throat> I wasn't allowed To go to A school dance Until I was a senior
0: Okay Um.
1: So like That type of strict, I couldn't Like I would sneak out In the middle of the night Just to hang out With my friends You were
0: sneaking out <laughs> I How?
1: jumped out the window Plenty of times How like, old was
0: you? At that time.
1: I was probably like I was doing this between the (laughs) ages like of like sixteen to nineteen.
0: Oh that's not bad. That's not bad.
1: Sneaking out the window, yeah. Um but even then, like I didn't I got kicked out of my parents' house when I was like twenty
0: five. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I did. Um, but even all the way up till I was twenty five, it didn't matter how old I got. Like I had a curfew. Like, you gotta be in the house by ten. But shit starts popping off at 10 so it was very difficult like to just be a normal (laughs) kid or a normal person or normal adult and then still have like i would i would be outside right trying to enjoy myself but i couldn't because my parents are like where are you at you got to be home Mm. so it was it was stressful so when i got kicked out it was like kind of like the final straw for me and for them like i just couldn't do it anymore and mm-hmm. then once i got kicked out um i was pretty much going from couch to couch hotel and i've even slept in my car so yeah but i don't regret anything because it may i feel like if that never happened i wouldn't be sitting here today but and you know like i don't not like my parents i know like it came from a place of protection but it just wasn't the right way
0: mm-hmm. yeah. i kind of grew up like that in honest with you yeah. So I know exactly how you feel.
1: Yeah.
0: My, my curfew was like 12.
1: Oh, see, that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because even when I, like, if if you talk to the people that I, were da- I was dating um, around that age, like, even then, they knew, like, she got to be home by 10. By 10,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. And when I was in high school, um, like, my brother would have to come on dates with me.
0: Oh, for In real? order for
1: me to go out.
0: So he was like a chaperone? It, yeah. I'm not going to lie, if I had a daughter, I probably would do the same thing. You would do
1: it? <laughs> it sucked. It sucked. So like my brother my brother would come with me on dates cuz that's the only way I would be able to
0: go. For real? Yeah. Okay. Well, at least at least they let you they let you date though. Some girls like they're not allowed to date till like 18 or 19 or whatever. Yeah. They
1: yeah, they 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 let me date as long as I was like open like with them like they they actually wanted to know who I was dating, so like if something happened, they know who to talk to, they mm-hmm. know who to go to. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, they didn't know who I was going out with. Then it would be some like they would bother me even more because mm-hmm. like they had no idea who I was with, where mm-hmm. I was at. Versus when I was dating somebody, they know. Okay, I know if I can call, I know who to call mm-hmm. if something were to happen. So, yeah.
0: So um. So like. Is that That's why you had an attitude growing up? Because of, uh, of them?
1: Yeah. So <laughs> we were just talking before we started the we podcast, started, yeah. but um, yeah. So at a certain point in my life, I definitely felt like angry and like negative yeah. a lot. And
2: yeah.
1: it so not only like when I was in my household, but, you know, outside of my household as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, you know, like we were saying, it just gets to a point where it's tiring to be negative, like. And it drains you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then um especially like when you're in a relationship like you as a girl you just look like the crazy girl yeah you do <laughs> you just look like the crazy girl you do. um so i had to like look at it from like other people's perspective and be like dang like i'm doing too much mm-hmm. and um so now i don't deal with any negative energy i don't I don't like if if you're if I'm around somebody or if I'm in a group or in a room and I feel negative or I feel like um, uncomfortable, I'm leaving. You're leaving because there's something off. Mm. I feel like people should really listen to their intuition more mm. and how they feel
0: because
1: mm-hmm. it's real. One 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 person that's not gonna lie to you is yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. So you seen that Jeffrey Dahmer series? Yeah. i think they felt a lot of negative energy but they ignored it
1: yes there was a lot of scenes where it's like they were like hmm something's off yeah
0: something's off like he he has different intentions of of what 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 is is he trying to do with me type stuff and like the guy like he he was ready to go as soon as he walked in
1: exactly a lot and like that's just real life like in real life you like especially women i feel like we're emotional so Mm -hmm. we think with our emotions so we ignore all the red flags Mm -hmm. when they're right in our face and so um growing like i feel like i've matured so much when i realized that like a lot of situations were my fault like i knew that i should have left i knew that i should have stopped dealing with that person Mm -hmm. i knew that i shouldn't be here But I chose to stay, and then X, Y, and Z happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's taking accountability uh, for you first Mm -hmm. versus most people, they'll blame the other person person Mm -hmm. right away. And it's like, you got to look at yourself first,
0: Mm -hmm. for sure. So what did you you get your degree in?
1: Criminal justice.
0: Criminal justice? So you was going to be like a detective?
1: Uh, Yeah. So see and you know and it goes back to like i didn't really want to go to school so like i feel like when you're in high school it's just one day it's like oh it's the time to fly out of college
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so at the time my one of my favorite shows was the first
0: 48 mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so i love that show and i i literally based my degree off of that show like you know what i don't even know what i want to do but I, gotta I, like, go to I, like, college. I like the first
0: 48 yeah. yeah so
1: i was like all right i guess criminal justice so criminal justice but I didn't figure out that that's not what I wanted. I mean, the whole process, I didn't even want to go to school. But I really knew that I didn't want to do anything in the criminal justice field until I graduated. And until it was time to like get a job and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So one of the requirements to graduate was an internship. Mm -hmm. So I internshiped with LAPD. Okay. And I hated it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, it was a reality check because I feel like they sell you this dream that once you get your degree you're gonna have a great job correct you're gonna have a career and you're gonna be able to get a house
0: Four one k everything pension yep oh retirement and then you can be chilling by the time you're like 60 something
1: yes they make it seem just straight and simple like that Mm -hmm. when it's really not yeah and i was like damn i went to school for four years for something that i don't i I don't even want to do so um would you like
0: crying or no
1: I wasn't crying, but I feel like it, it made me depressed for a little while after graduating. Cause it's like, I'm thinking once I graduate, once I graduate, then I'm set Mm -hmm. when it's really just the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, and at at that point, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I then applied to actually be in probation, um, juvenile probation. And I actually passed, you have to take, when it comes to government jobs, you have to like take a test, Mm -hmm. um, some even require lie detector tests. So I passed the test, but I failed the lie detector test. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to get the job, and I felt that dang, I went to school just for a lie detector test to tell me that I can't have a job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, even though I knew that I was more than qualified. Um, so it was just like at that point, I felt stuck, and then it just kind of was the start of like entrepreneurship. Not too long after that. So
0: what was your credit score looking like?
1: At the time so <clears throat> so like it's going back to having strict parents so
0: mm-hmm.
1: one thing my parents would always do is they would hold stuff above my head so like my phone my car like you know they would take it from me immediately so as soon as i turned 18 i was like i need everything in my name um so i started my credit when i was 18 i went to get a phone in my name mm-hmm. and i'll never forget this the girl because i'm 18 so like i look like a kid mm-hmm. going in there to get a phone mm-hmm. which I'm I'm assuming it's not that, you know. Hard? It Well, it's, it wasn't that hard, but um, not many 18-year-olds are going to go in there by themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can go up with their parents?
1: With their parents or their parents probably still pay for their phone. Wh- so. wh-
0: what year was this?
1: This was, so I graduated 2013. So this was like 2013. Okay. Uh, from high school. So um, then I'll never forget. The girl was like make sure you pay your phone bill on time because it's going to affect your credit score. And I was like, D-. so like just her saying that one sentence was like, okay, I know like I can never miss a payment with anything really. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, my credit score has always been good. Cause then after that, I got an auto loan. So I was um, building credit profiles early. Um, so by the time I started entrepreneurship, uh, which was, I would say like 25, 26, my credit score was like over 700 with multiple credit profiles. Um, so I was able to jump into car rentals right away cuz mm-hmm. I had good credit. I didn't you don't need money when you have credit.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. So but just based on your phone bill, you was able to
1: Uh well, it was more than my phone bill. So I got my f- my phone bill when I was 18. Mm-hmm. So but in between 18 and 25, 26, mm-hmm. which is when I started mm-hmm. um I got a credit car f- car loan Several credit cards, <laughs> student loans, so it was more than just a phone bill. Um, throughout between the ages of eighteen and twenty five, uh-huh. I, d- I got all those um, in just in my name.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, where did the, where did like the light bulb turn on when you decided you want to do tour and all that? Uh,
1: so I had lost my job, uh, when I was like twenty four, twenty five.
0: Is your first time getting fired?
1: First time. Ever, 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 Like I was like employee of the month type of girl. Like I would always go to work. I would never call off. So to get fired was like devastating. Th- it was devastating. It was not something that I ever expected to happen to you me. You was mad? I was hurt.
0: Oh, you were hurt. I was more
1: hurt than mad. You,
0: you was like all this stuff I did for this company. Yeah.
1: Cause it was like a, that company, it was a plumbing company. It was like a, I worked for a contractor pretty much. So it was like more, I had more close relationships with like the, the owner and the boss but that job honestly has helped me today as well because just i was in charge i had pretty um important duties in that job Mm -hmm. pretty much to literally help run the business Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people are employees who actually run businesses and they don't even realize it Mm -hmm. or at least help run a important part of the business
0: like in management yes Mm -hmm. so
1: which you could take that knowledge for yourself and develop something for yourself Mm -hmm. um but um, yeah, it was devastating. I forgot, I lost my train of thought for a second.
0: No, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So what would your uh, what your parents think of your tattoos? Uh,
1: so uh, I I got my first tattoo when I was like literally the day I turned eighteen cause, <laughs> um.
0: But, was that was that like a uh, like a like a payback shot or? or?
1: It wasn't necessarily payback. It was just something that I personally wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. But I knew my parents were against it. So my fr- my first tattoos were all places that they can't see. Okay. So like my back. Yeah. Like my ribs. Yeah. So like when I have a shirt on, like you don't know I have a tattoo. So a lot of my early tattoos were hidden like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but it got to the point where I just didn't care anymore. But, okay. Uh, you know, they didn't like it, but nothing really bad happened from them
0: they feel like you was rebelling? They feel like you was oh, rebelling?
1: Oh, yeah. they. If you asked them, I was like...
0: The problem child? Uh, yeah. So sure. you, was, you was a black sheep and you became the goat of the family. You literally. Yeah. <laughs> literally.
1: I, w- I was definitely the, the black sheep. I was always the... I mean, I was always the kid that didn't listen. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't listen because I wasn't being disrespectful or anything. It was like, like I said... I just wanted to do normal things. Like go out with my friends. Correct, correct. Stay out late. correct. <laughs> just do normal things. But to them, it was disrespectful or I'm bad because yeah. it's not what they wanted me to correct. be doing. So it was, it was constant like boop, boop. heads. Because yeah. it's like, I just, just let me be me. You're not letting me be me.
0: It was more, more so your dad or your mom?
1: Um, I f- It was mainly my mom. My mom runs the household. Oh, like she does. It's like her work, like, my dad provides for everything but she's the boss like it's whatever she says and so it was mainly her okay for sure
0: it was my my dad was the one that was butting his i I was i mean i know i could relate i was a black sheep and i became the goat so
1: (laughs) no for real that's how it is
0: (laughs) that's how it is Yeah. Mm -hmm. so um what what do they think of you now
1: uh they're proud of me now um ever since i kind of like moved out got my own stuff mm-hmm. i'm no longer attached to them as far as like any of my bills or you know i don't live with them anymore so i definitely have a lot like a better relationship with them mm-hmm. i can talk to them now um but they're definitely bad at me now yeah for sure
0: that's cool mm-hmm. so you're big on marriage right definitely so um you plan on getting married soon or no
1: well <laughs> i well, when people ask me that, it's like, it's not up to me.
0: It's not up to you? It's up to, you know. You can give me ultimatum. Definitely. You don't want to do all that? I do. Are you, like, do, are you to do that?
1: <laughs> I do. Like, you got, because I'm 27. Yeah. So, you know, like, I feel like for women, after a certain age, it gets harder to have kids and blah, blah, blah. So, for me, like, my time <laughs> clock is ticking. So, you know, I'm actually dating someone right now. And it's like, I need, you,
0: you got two, three years. Oh, that's what, that what you told him? Yeah. What did he say?
1: You know, he didn't really say much, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see.
0: Are you, you going to get a prenup? Uh,
1: I've thought about it. I haven't. Uh, I, I've thought about it. Um, I'm not against prenups. So even if he were to bring up a prenup on his end, um, I wouldn't be against it. Uh, but yeah.
0: You don't think your parents going to be encouraging that?
1: prenup
0: yeah no i think they would want want the opposite actually
1: i think they they would think like a prenup is like why you know like some people just think a prenup like is like why would you get a prenup if you're getting married but at the end like i understand because you never know like you really never know Mm. it's not that i plan to like get a divorce but if that if it got to that point like i would definitely want my assets protected correct you know what i mean especially i worked hard for it and then even on his end you know i would understand like i would understand
0: mm-hmm. sure. i mean all it's doing is just telling the person that whatever you brought to the table you keeping and whatever they brought to the table they keeping
1: it. yeah it, it i feel like it'll you know it keeps it not messy
0: correct correct so
1: not that like i said i'm not planning on a divorce but it's better to have it than not to have it so
0: how many kids you plan on having
1: i really want to like a boy and a girl is the perfect situation for me
0: Does twins running your family
1: uh no no so i'm like we're well me and my brother are like the first twin okay in, in our family yeah so
0: so um how many mentees you got
1: so i started my mentorship probably like almost two years ago or like a year ago um i I have about 15 mentees now mm-hmm.
0: they all in, they are all, all over america or they like in la
1: all over the united states so like when i was in la i had some in texas um so i have some in like different states florida uh, so and this is just all through social media just mm-hmm. posting my content and promoting my mentorship and pretty much just teaching them what i've learned mm-hmm. what has helped me get to this point so you know i feel like i'm mainly known for like car rentals and airbnb but I teach people more than just car rentals and Airbnb. I teach them like how to get your credit right, how to get stuff in your business name, how to make money on social media. Pretty much any everything that I've known that I know that has helped me build my income and my brand.
0: How much it cost?
1: So right now it's uh, nineteen ninety seven, two thousand, pretty much. Um, so it's at two thousand, but it's gonna go up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how much is going up to?
1: Uh, it's probably gonna go up to four. Four K. Four K. Because you know, like. Because my time is valuable, so mm-hmm. um, I feel like you know a lot of people. For a lot of people, two two thousand, well, four or even two thousand is a lot of money, but like, to, it's not a lot of money to invest in yourself. Like, I make five thousand dollars just off my digital products.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: like, is that you know, like you're giving up? Let's say it is four thousand, mm-hmm. four thousand to learn how to make five thousand every month just off one source of income, and you know, there's still Toro I made my first 10k from Toro Mm -hmm. So it's really not a lot of money People just have a closed mindset And they hold on to money too much When I've come to learn money is not valuable Like it's not It's not I'll give you an example It's a tool So people want money so bad But they don't even realize they don't want the money They only want the money because They know that the money is what they need to buy Whatever it is they want to buy Like you know if they wanted those new Jordans they don't really want the money, but they need the money to get the doing is correct. So the money is worthless. So mm-hmm. whatever is valuable to you is what's actually valuable. So I am a value because I have the information and the knowledge and the experience. You know, I, I I'm able to teach people in my mentorship the mistakes that I've made so that they don't make it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you should be able to charge for That's how much you paid. your your. Uh, yeah. Your so
1: Jeremy choppers way out. Um, shout out to him. Um, I paid him four K, and um, it was
0: we w- well worth it for mm-hmm. sure. So, what did you learn from?
1: So, um, I learned a lot from Jeremy. Um, so, when I actually signed up for a mentorship for his mentorship, I was still in LA, and I was only doing car rentals. And I had started my mentorship, but it wasn't what it is right now. Mm-hmm. So, I felt stuck; like I didn't know how to continue to build. My car fleet, I didn't know how to continue to build my brand. So I felt stuck. So I'm like, I need this mentorship because I need to know. I need help as far as getting to the next level. Mm-hmm. You can't do it by yourself. Sure. So I signed up for his mentorship and he taught me pretty much how to scale my business, how to um, get more funding. Um, he even He's the one that actually um, helped me with the digital products. Mm-hmm. So the digital products was just a whole nother form of income. That he helped me blow up pretty much, mm-hmm. so it was worth it. For y- sure. You got a funnel, a funnel? Yeah, yeah I got a funnel.
0: So okay. you, you got you got your v, your virtual assistants running there, or you got people now?
1: Um, so I as far as
0: like just yes. running it, my funnels.
1: Um, yeah. So well, I pretty well it pretty much runs on its own. Okay. So I don't really have a virtual assistant. So. Um, I have my funnel and it's in the link in my bio. Mm -hmm. So it's already set up to where like people can just go on there and buy products. Like literally as I was walking here, I got a sale. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like (laughs) just, that's what I love about digital products. Like i be doing just what I want to do and make money. Like while I do it. So just walking here, I made like $300. Like
0: making money in your sleep,
1: making money in my sleep. Mm. Literally right before you call me, I got notification that I made a sale and I, it was right after I posted my reel today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it.
0: No, I did. When you was at uh, home, home goods was, was it no. It
1: way? was I posted one today about just a um, just a tip about car rentals, um, and someone bought my car of course. Mm-hmm. So it was like just one sale. You just based, only,
0: just based on that.
1: Just based on that. Just based on that content, people be like, "Oh, dang! I want to learn more." Mm-hmm. You, I give them little pieces of information in my content. Then like, dang, but that little piece of information is not enough to really like go out there. But it makes enough sense to where they're like, I want to know more. Mm-hmm. Right. So then they'll go into my Link Tree in my bio and they'll purchase my car rental course. Okay. Or even I actually have my Airbnb co- course dropping on Black Friday. Um, but then they would go to my Airbnb course mm-hmm. buy it to get more information from the little clip mm-hmm. that I posted. If that makes sense that
0: makes perfect sense
1: yeah so content 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 for sure
0: so you post on every day
1: i post every day like instagram has become a whole business for me so i operate my instagram like a business so a business is open every day right Mm -hmm. usually monday through sunday or whatever your business hours are so if you're not posting every day you're closed Mm -hmm. so yes you gotta post every i post every day
0: so what brought you to houston
1: Um, so I, I felt stuck in LA. Um, and I feel LA has a culture of like fast money, drugs, just, yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not a, um, well, I grew up in LA, so my surroundings and my environment was just negative. Like all people wanted to do was, um, smoke weed, drink, go out, buy designer clothes, you know nothing productive. Mm.
0: So, what was the neighborhood you grew up in?
1: I grew up pretty much like in the Inglewood area. Inglewood. So yeah, I went to school in Gardena, Sarah High School. Um, so I'm really, really from LA, and it's just not a lot of people that have the mindset that I have. Like I always felt like I didn't fit in because, like in LA, it's like if you're not like, I've I've been made fun of because like. I went to, I went to college or I went to school. Like, like I'll be like a square in LA kind of a little bit, if that makes sense. Cause I'm doing like productive things. I'm not out there smoking, drinking, or Mm -hmm. being a part of that lifestyle that, you know, when you think of LA, if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: I mean, when you think of la you think of gangs and and then like the hollywood and just different it's like all mixed together
1: yeah so that yeah that's what yeah pretty much like la is kind of known for that like hollywood gang banging mm-hmm. uh so just negative things that really isn't productive to my growth for sure so I had to get away from that environment and just even like the people that I knew like I would try to put them on as far as like get your credit right <clears throat> um invest and in, start a business and mm-hmm. nobody wanted to hear it so <laughs> so I had like
0: no, nobody n-
1: nobody uh, in my like circle, your circle? or that ah. I tried to that I grew up with mm-hmm. right so um nobody wanted to hear it like it was always negative it was always like oh it's impossible or oh this like it was always a but or like what for me if i want to do something i'm gonna do it Mm. like i'm gonna figure it out Mm. and um i've also um i would go to a lot of business conferences so like i like invest fest um a circle of CEOs, like Mm -hmm. all their events, Mm -hmm. I would go by, I would literally get on a plane by myself. Nobody ever wanted to come. I'll be like, hey, like there's this event going on, like come with me. Mm -hmm. It's in Atlanta. Nobody ever wanted to come, but if it's a flyer to a club, they'll come. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just like, I I can't do this anymore. And going to these business conferences, I was able to make relationships with people who do think like me, Mm -hmm. who do want to, you know, Grow and succeed and So it was that was definitely A huge reason as to why I left LA As
0: well for sure How
1: was investors It was great I liked it um met, um met a lot of people built relationships Um for me it was it's mainly Networking like I like building relationships That mm-hmm. like BR mm-hmm. that's how I met BR just building relationships Not even just in person like on social Media mm-hmm. um when i went to invest fest that was when i was invited to the rich and unemployed podcast Mm -hmm. so like it's definitely worth it to get into the right rooms and be around the right people
0: how was uh Finesse's club? uh
1: it was great he's (laughs) cool jonathan's cool shout out to jonathan um but it was a good interview that the first time i ever really talked to him was on the the podcast but um you know like Like I said I've been going to events a lot So you know he noticed me going to these Events even me signing up for Jeremy's mentorship like he Knows Jeremy so relationships Relationships are super Important
0: how many followers you got from that podcast
1: Um so I probably got like a A couple thousand But the reason that I got to About 24,000 followers Was I had a real blow up Mm. To almost 4 million views Oh for real? Yeah So it was actually a reel of me um, Sharing my story About moving to LA Mm. um, About uh, um, Just being open and vulnerable About how I moved to LA And I'm moving to Houston And I literally documented My whole journey And so one of the reels Blew up To about 4 million views And I literally got just 20K views from, I mean, 20K followers just from that. Just from that?
0: Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. you, had, you had 24 now, right?
1: Uh, Well, like 23.9. 23.9.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So, um, would, I I asked, because you plan on having kids, right? For sure, yeah. I, I asked all my uh, guests this. Would you have a problem with your kids, like, not wanting to be an entrepreneur? Mm, no no
1: as long as they have like s- like if they let's say they wanted to go to school and be a doctor like you know some some things re- do require you to go to school like being a doctor a lawyer or whatever like mm-hmm. as long as they have like a purpose like i want them to have a purpose whatever that may be whether it be like i said a doctor a lawyer or um or even an entrepreneur whatever it is just have a purpose and like go for it a hundred percent yeah
0: you plan on going back to your your country like to visit? Belize? Yeah.
1: Um yeah, I, I plan on going sometime next year um around February. I haven't been there since like 2017, but I have a lot of family out there. Um yeah, so I want to go real
0: soon. What, what do you see yourself in 5 years?
1: Uh in 5 years, married with my family, traveling, um financially 100% financially free. Um and everything on autopilot. Like no, I, I don't want to work. Like I don't think we're on this planet to work. I mean, we do have to put in the work to get to that level, mm-hmm. but yeah, my goal is to just have everything on build, build my brand, build my businesses, and have it on autopilot so I could do whatever I want to do.
0: Um, have you made? Have you made any? Uh, I know you were talking about. Have you made any six-figure months yet?
1: Yeah. So actually. Um, I experienced my first 10k month when I started Toro. So I started Toro when I was about 25 and um, I'm 27. Mm-hmm. So within eight months of starting, I made my first 10k month. For- and it wasn't that hard. I feel like a lot of people think it's hard, but it's really not. Like all I had to do was get cars in my credit and i did um i had also a lot of joint ventures so Mm -hmm. i was able to build my fleet to about seven cars Mm -hmm. and that's all it took for me to start making 10k months and
0: yeah how many airbnbs you got
1: right now i have two i recently just started airbnb so this is only my second month in airbnb but i already have two
0: two properties is it profitable
1: Yes, it's profitable My um, Airbnbs are actually located So with Airbnbs, location is everything Mm. And I'm able um, I know this Even though I'm new to the Airbnb game I know this because of relationships, mentors, and courses Mm. So um, location is everything My Airbnb is in downtown Houston So it's like not far from the Galleria Not far from Midtown So it's in a great area And I've been booked every single weekend since I listed it. Um, So yeah.
0: Okay. Um. About to ask you something else. Mm -hmm. What? Um. What? So when do you plan on retiring?
1: Uh, I want to retire. My initial goal was before I'm 30, but probably 35. 35? I I feel very confident that I'll be retired by the time I'm 35, and I'm. If you guys don't know, I'm 27 at the moment. So I think 35 because i've only been an entrepreneur for two years two years two years and to like i look back just for two years ago to where i am now i would have never thought that i would ever see a 10k month i would have never thought that i'll be making minimum five thousand a month Mm -hmm. just from instagram um so i can't imagine that's what another eight years from now Mm -hmm. so 35
0: have you got your, uh, I know you talked about it. Have you got your exotic cars yet or are you, you still working on it?
1: So I'm working on it. Um, So right now my highest auto loan is 60K. Mm-hmm. And um, if you guys don't know, you have to build up your auto loan. I mean, your, your, uh, you got to go up in tiers, right? So it doesn't matter how good your credit is. You can have like an 800 credit score. But if you've never had an auto loan or your first auto loan is only 30K, you can't just walk in and ask for a 200 300 hundred thousand dollar car mm-hmm. you got to build up um your auto loan history mm. so right now my highest auto loan is 60k so after i pay that off for a couple more months i'll be guaranteed a 100k auto loan mm-hmm. then i gotta pay that off for about a year um and then i'll be able to get approved for um like an exotic car after that so okay. it's a process but i see myself having an exotic car within the next two years
0: what do you want to get?
1: Uh, I really want a Huracan or a yours.
0: Oh, yours Oh, yeah. okay. Lamborghini. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. What? What color?
1: Um, <laughs> I went window shopping yesterday, actually,
0: and red. Red. I think. Mm-hmm. So you don't want pink?
1: I've thought about it. I might <laughs> do pink. Okay.
0: Hmm. Um, okay. So, it, look, if somebody want to get started in Toro, what would you recommend?
1: First of all you need to work on your personal credit Okay. So the foundation for anything Whether you want to get in Toro or Airbnb Or any business Really is your credit So you got to get your credit right Mm -hmm. So once you get your credit right or you already have good credit All you have to do is get pre-approvals from the bank You never want to go to the dealership To finance a car Because when you go to the dealership to finance a car What they're going to do is run your credit everywhere Mm. So it's actually going to hurt your credit If you go to um, A bank and get a pre-approval like capital one or navy federal they'll they'll pre-approve you once you're pre-approved they'll pretty much give you a check for whatever you're approved for so let's just say you're approved for 30k Mm -hmm. or uh so they'll give you a check for 30k you take that check to the dealership and they pretty much uh you can get a car Mm -hmm. and you just pay the bet the bank back every month right and then you list it on toro and that's it i think people think it's Complicated mm-hmm. or it's difficult, but it's not. Um, I would say it's simple but not easy. I say it's simple because, like I said, all you got to do is get your credit right, get a pre approved from the bank, and list it on twirl So, three easy, st- three simple steps, right? But it's not easy because it's going to take time to get your credit right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, nothing's perfect, so you're going to run into problems and mistakes, but The people that are successful are the ones that can figure out the solutions and keep going forward
0: Mm. what's your ideal bank to bank with to to get your auto loan from
1: so um you always want to try to go for credit unions credit credit unions are always much better than bigger banks Mm -hmm. Um, so navy federal is a great place to go to
0: Mm -hmm. okay what's your ideal credit score to start out with
1: uh i would say minimum 680. Minimum 680, but a lot of people ask me that question, like, what does my credit score have to be, right? And I I usually say this. It doesn't necessarily matter what your credit score is. I want to see what your credit profile looks like. Mm. Because someone can have a 700 credit score with very little to no history and still get denied, so... Um, you can go on Credit Karma, Experian, look at your credit profile. How many accounts do you have? Do you have any negative remarks? Do you have what is your credit utilization? So it's it goes a lot deeper than just your overall credit score. So if you have any negative remarks or you have less than five accounts on your credit profile, I wouldn't recommend you applying for a credit card or auto loan. Like build up your credit first. Um, what do you?
0: Save like somebody Start off when they Was 18 years old What what would you What was the first thing You recommend they need to do
1: um, The first thing is Credit, credit. <laughs> So just get your credit right um, And then also Learn as much as you can So invest in courses And mentorship Because you know It is a process To build your credit it's, um, Especially if you're 18 And you have no credit mm-hmm. You're not going to get It's going to take A couple months to, to get your credit right So in the process Of getting your credit right You want to get mentorship, get courses, so that when you do, you know what to do. You know, okay, I'm working on my credit. I'm, t- I'm learning as much as I can. Now I can jump into what I want to jump into. So um, first pick what it is you actually want to do and go all in with it. So now I'm in multiple, like I'm in multiple businesses. But when I first started, I was all about Toro and Carbonos. Mm-hmm. And I built that up for a good um, year or two. Um, and then I started to expand into other businesses like uh, my mentorship, digital courses, and Airbnb. So um, build your credit, learn as much as you can as far as what you want to get
0: into, and then just do it. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. You, you got anything else you want to say? And then I'm gonna run these questions, and I guess we'll be done. Okay. Is that cool? Is that cool.
1: Yeah. Are you are you in a You got something to
0: do? No, nah, no. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm
1: yeah. No, that's fine.
0: All right, cool, cool. Um, oh, oh, one more question. Do you plan on um getting rental properties like buying and holding, or or you you just want to do just uh, subleasing?
1: Um, so I within like the next year, hopefully twenty twenty three, I'm looking actually to get a duplex or a fourplex, something that I can um rent out and also live in at the same time. So that's how people become financially free, right? So mm-hmm. if I were to do that, if I were to get a duplex, um rent out one unit, live in the other, then the person the other person is paying the mortgage, not mm-hmm. me. So that's my goal is to get at least a duplex.
0: Yeah. So you you don't you don't want like a big house for your for yourself or you just want to Oh do yeah, it?
1: eventually. Eventually like um like maybe within the next three years just have a house for you know my husband and my family for sure but in the near future um just so that i can become financially free and so that house that i do want will be paid for through my assets um first i want to get a
0: duplex okay yeah all right cool cool uh rental property or airbnb
1: i prefer airbnb Um I like the fact that I don't own the property So I can like Walk away from it If I wanted to Or if I needed to
0: Okay Stocks or NFTs Uh
1: Stocks
0: Stocks You you got stocks?
1: Um I I need to learn a little more About stocks I was invested in a couple stocks But um It's something that I Need to learn more on For sure
0: Okay Um Money or equity?
1: Equity
0: Equity uh 850 credit score a million dollars.
1: Hmm. Uh that's a toughie. Uh because like with the 850 credit score, I can always get funding. Mm -hmm. Like I can always just run to the bank and say, hey, give me money. But I would probably take the meal. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'd be thinking. Cause like you could kind of like buy assets to keep on making you money versus the credit score I had that problem to this day. I'll be maxing out my credit cards, rehabbing, and then they'll start taking away my credit limit. And yeah. So it's like, I mean, credit score only takes you so so far. I agree.
1: Yeah. I agree. I would, say, I would take the mail.
0: But a lot of people say 850 credit score, though. And then they like, oh, well, I get a million dollars. But it's like, it's that's hard. That's super hard.
1: Yeah. I would take the mail.
0: Mail? Yeah. Would, um, tour or Airbnb? Airbnb,
1: because it's much easier to... Put on auto- autopilot.
0: Then, then Toro.
1: In my opinion, yeah.
0: Okay, um, business business account or regular checking account.
1: Business always, but you always want business with everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Atlanta or L.A. Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm so sick and tired of L.A. <laughs> I mean, I hate to talk about my hometown like that, but when you just live somewhere th- your whole life, like I feel like it's a different. I mean, you've lived in Houston your whole life. Yeah. How, what is your take on Houston as someone who's lived here
0: your whole life? I, I feel like um, I feel like Houston's been good to me. To be honest okay. with you, um, I ain't had no problem. Like I never been robbed or nothing like that. I go wherever I want to go. I wear okay. whatever I want to wear. So, um,
1: I think the people like in Houston are different than yeah. people in LA. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the mindset for sure. Like down here like well southern hospitality is real Mm. like in la everybody's bougie
0: everybody most people okay except me (laughs) (laughs) how was atlanta when you was over there
1: i love atlanta you know same thing everybody's super nice super friendly um and you know i'm just i'm from la so i'm not used to like it's like trees and it's really pretty so it's you know i'm not used to that so i like it
0: okay Mm -hmm. um yeah, that's it.
1: Okay.
0: Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate you. We could probably do some joint ventures because I plan on getting on Airbnb like like by the end of end of next year.
1: Okay, bet. I wait until
0: all my inquiries hop off. I I, I, I I think you and Br like I'm probably gonna connect. With oh yeah,
1: actually, uh, me and Br have we're joint venture now. Shoot, so
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: definitely tap in with us.
0: Okay, cool, cool. They used to. Oh, yeah. You need help with your rental properties? Let me know. Okay, bet. I would. I'm not not really no Airbnb person. I got I got evicted.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. You you did it without telling them?
0: Yeah, I did it without telling them.
1: What what caused you to get evicted? Like what happened?
0: (laughs) Okay, look. (laughs) The last month, he like he wanted to um, he wanted to rent it out. He wanted to show it before we we got all our stuff and oh. I think it was like the 21st he came out and he was like um, he emailed us like hey I'm gonna come look at the air, air, I mean the the rental property <laughs>
1: <laughs> the apartment
0: we didn't respond no it was oh. house
1: oh okay okay we
0: didn't respond and so he just showed he said he was gonna send his, his, his realtor saw the art that's cool I ain't say nothing though <laughs> so he shows up he shows up and so we're, we're talking to the guests. They're already complaining. They're complaining about the sheets and all this stuff. So we're just we're 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 over it, right? So they go and get some sheets. He pulls up on the twenty. He pulls up and he's just blowing. He's like pressing the ring, 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 ring. He got some people with him. He's trying to shut out. Dang. He's blowing me up. I'm not answering. I'm just like... <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, I paid him for the month. So it was kind of like... You was paying rent and everything. Yeah, I was paying rent. I, I was paying before the first. I was paying like on a 28, 29. Oh. Like three, four days before the first. Uh-huh. Like We never complained about anything. Oh, okay. His, his rental property wasn't like... Like the garage didn't have the thing where you could press the button and go up and down. You had to like hold it up. Yeah. It was like decent, but it wasn't like... He didn't want to fix nothing. Like he was right. one of those. Like I got... I got nine rental properties. I fix everything. Any any problems? I fix everything. So he was like an a hole. Mm. So I was just kind of like um, whatever, right? So so the girls, the girl, I we tell the girls like, hey, go to the mall, like you know what I'm saying. Go. He's gonna be gone by by later on in the day. But they 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 pull up, and he pull he pulls up like the mafia. He's like he's like open the door. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> They're all shook. They're all shook. <laughs> They're like, uh, they opened up the door. He just walks in there. He starts making all these phone calls. I think he calls his lawyer. And I got a lawyer. So um I had my lawyer call him and everything. Cause he was talking about evicting me.
2: Mm. And
0: I was just like, I was like, bro, like you, you can't evict me, bro. Like we already paid you. It's like nine days till the first. Mm-hmm. And he changed the locks and then he gave us like, like five days to take everything out. That sounds illegal. Yeah. No, it was illegal. If, if, if push came to shove, he would have had to change the locks back. And mm. I, but I didn't feel like, I just, I didn't feel like- You
1: didn't want to go through all that. Yeah, I didn't feel
0: like paying my yeah. lawyer. Like I had to pay like 175 for her to go and and, and do a uh, s- sister deceased. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. i didn't feel like doing all that i was just like we was over we was like man we just want to just so I, we let him have it okay he took he took my i still to this day he hasn't got gave me my uh the little king he he took that off oh to this day i haven't got it back i think i'm gonna get my lawyer to to tell him because that, that's he stuff he stole it he
1: stole what again
0: you know the, the little key lock where you press in the, the key code? Oh the
1: keypad lock. Yeah, he took it oh, off okay. and he put
0: his old locks on the
1: Oh, got it.
0: And he hasn't gave me that back yet.
1: <laughs> okay, wow.
0: But he gave me my deposit. He took okay. he took he, he took off what he paid the uh the locksmith and um I think I'm gonna do a Chronicles of a landlord, what happened. She don't want me to do it, but i want to do it i mean i just want to tell my story it's it's really entertaining yeah like tell
1: toys. your story did so did that eviction go on your credit report? no it, okay. it couldn't okay
0: this was a 12 month it, a, a year already transpired we was like 15 20 days into the last month mm-hmm. and he couldn't do anything okay all he could do was threaten me you know that was, that was it he couldn't evict me by the time we would have finally went to court the first would have already been over with right now, if he would have did that six months in, in then I would have been stuck. Like I've right, right. been stuck, but he couldn't do anything.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So yeah, uh, Airbnb didn't work out for me. I'm, I'm transitioning into doing something else, and once I do that, then I'm gonna be good. Like I'm gonna be like real, real good. That's good. Well, thank thank you for coming again.
1: No, thank you for having me.
0: I appreciate you.
1: <laughs> I appreciate you. All
2: right. Yeah. All right. <laughs>